Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstakes.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, COS supporters. Welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Lush. I'm going to be your host. And of course, I'm joined by my partner in crime, my co-host, Rita Peters, who's also the Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs. Rita, great to be with you again. How are you? It's great to join you again today, Andrew. I'm doing just fine. And I want to say to those of you out there watching, we love to know who's tuning in, where you're watching from. So if you would just pop us a little comment there and let us know which state you're from and give us a shout. And tell us what you love about Article 5, what you love about Convention of States. Tell us what your favorite amendment idea might be as well. Well, today, Rita, we're going to be catching up again on some legislative activity. We unfortunately missed a New Hampshire stream, uh, so we're going to be going over that. Can you get our viewers caught up on a recent hearing that happened in New Hampshire and just tell us exactly what's going on there? Sure. Well, we had brought our viewers three hours of testimony before this committee, including Convention of States co-founder Michael Ferris, supporting legislators and other New Hampshire residents. And I loved listening to this hearing, Andrew. I think it was one of the best organized that, you know, it was our team just did such a great job and they they did such a good job of presenting our resolution as being nonpartisan and just good for all Americans, which is exactly what it is. Then on February 3rd, that committee spent some time discussing our Article 5 resolution and then voting. The final vote was 13 to 5 in favor. This is the House Committee on State and Federal Relations and Veterans Affairs. So the committee voted 13 to 5 to advance our resolution to the full New Hampshire House. And it is a full house, Andrew, 400 representatives. It's the largest house in the country. If the resolution is successful there, then the legislation, of course, would still need to go through the Senate so that's we're about to watch as the committee discusses and votes on the resolution. So exciting, Rita. Well, let's watch the recording and discuss the committee now. Uh, the next measure is, uh, yeah, a very high profile measure. This is the one that we had the hearing on a week ago in Repsol that was had a, uh, a very large number of people attend and testify. This is uh, the resolution applying for a convention of the states under Article 5 of the Constitution of the United States, HCR 1. Um, Representative Finney, do you have a motion on this measure? I do. I move that uh, we ought to pass HCR 1, and I'll speak to my motion. Okay. Do we have a second for second. that? Representative Massimilla seconds uh, Representative Finney's OTP motion on HCR 1. Representative Finney, would you care to speak to your motion? I would. Uh, thank you. Um, well, you know, from all the information that we've heard in the last couple of weeks about what an Article 5 convention actually does and what it does not do, I think we can safely assume that all the safeguards in place, the amount of states that would have to apply and then have to ratify an amendment, that all of the myths and the, you know, the, 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 the mongering on fear on what a convention would or wouldn't do is is false. I think that um, we're at the point politically and socially and culturally where 
we need to actually have you know systemic changes in in the way that our that our federal government functions and the founders incorporated that in our constitution it's the safest you know most nonviolent way to uh, to do this and we need to rein back the power of, of congress and uh, flip the power dynamic back to the states over the federal government so that we can assert our sovereignty and, and you know and um, protect our future i think it's the best way to do it this committee has a history of not passing these bills um, based on uh, um, the, you know the information from the other side that would say that this this would uh, harm our process or our, or our functionality and I just I just don't see how that's possible um, all the information that we got uh, from the experts overwhelmingly states that th that this is the best way to achieve what we're trying to do as a country and uh, it's got to start somewhere, so it should start with us. Thank you, Representative Finney. Representative Massimilla, who made the second, would you care to speak to, to, the, to the measure? The only thing I would like to say is that the forefathers were wise enough to realize that when men become, come into power and are authoritative, that sometimes that power can be misused. And then what are we left with? We're left with the people trying to make a decision as to what to do. And I think they were wise enough to put that as an article. And I think that um, we should respect that. And then the other thing, I read a quote the other day that I think is applicable. It says, fear and faith both demand that you believe in something that you cannot see and you make the choice. And I think faith is what's needed here as far as, um, yes, maybe it's never been done before, though some people say, yes, it has, but that it was put into the Constitution, I think, is important. So thank you. Thank you, Representative Massimilla. Uh, Representative Sherliff. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Chairman, there are times that I wish I had the eloquence of my friend from Durham, Representative Smith, and this is one of those times. Uh, I'm opposed to the bill and will be voting no. I thank the sponsors for bringing it in and the information they gave us, all in good faith. Uh, but in my heart of hearts, I just cannot support a constitutional convention. I still have concerns about other issues being brought up. And for that reason, I'll be voting no. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Representative. Uh, Representative Finney, uh, you've just, already spoken to your motion. Before I go back to you, uh, someone who has yet to speak on the motion, is there anyone else who would like to do so? I'll, I'll have a comment myself, uh, but go ahead, Representative Finney. To, to clarify, what we're voting on is not a constitutional convention. It's an Article 5 convention. There are two you know, completely separate things. A constitutional convention is to create a new constitution. Article 5 is just to, to propose amendments, which is what our right is to do. We, we, you, you know. Representative Smith. Thank you. First of all, um, Mr. Chair, ordinarily, um, I believe that the gentleman from Concord is very accurate in what he says, but he really was, I think, saying something not quite accurate to indicate that he is not the most eloquent person in the room. I think he is. Um, on an, another point, um, I, um, it's been a long time since I have been in the classroom as a student, but not a long time since I've studied the Constitution and 
and lots of material relating to it. Perhaps I'm wrong, but I remember very clearly that when the Articles of Confederation were not working the way the people wanted them to work, um, they asked for an opportunity to amend the Articles of Confederation, and what they did um, was to eventually end up uh, creating the Constitution to which all of us in this room have tended to varying degrees uh, to pledge our allegiance. Um, I do not believe that the country um, is perfect. I don't believe that the Constitution is perfect. But for any, for, for several hundred years, we have limped along trying to make it better and better. Um, and I would hope that we would not do anything that might um, interfere with that constancy um, as we have worked together to form a more perfect union. So I, um, I plan to vote against the, um, the motion. Thank you. Thank you, Representative, uh, Representative Gagne. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. <clears throat> you know, I'm just plain bred. High school graduate. I'm not a lawyer, doctor, or anything. I don't have any, you know, what the things that I did, I do with my fists. I was a martial arts instructor back in the day. Now, this is my eighth term. All the previous terms, I voted no to an Article 5. I wasn't that informed. This time out, because I'm on this committee, something came out about this thick. And believe it or not, this high school guy read the whole thing. And I found out that, you know, the people have got to have a voice in what goes on in our government because it's for us, not for them, it's for us. So I am going to be wholeheartedly voting for this Article 5 convention. Thank you, Representative. Anyone else? Representative Mannion. I, uh, along those same lines, uh, I've always been a, a proponent of Article 5 as a, a mechanism to keep the federal government in check. It's been the sole body to pr propose and have amendments passed. And uh, the states have that power. It was put there for a reason because there are things that Congress itself will not propose to fix itself. So it must be up to the states to do so, and that's what this is for. Thank you, Representative. Anyone else? Uh, I have a couple thoughts. Uh, I am like Representative Gagne in that uh, this is not a measure I supported in the past. Uh, it came to this committee uh, last term, and it, uh, I want to say it was on consent. I, I there was. Uh, not much energy or interest in it uh, last term, but that was last term. And I, I must say that, like Representative Gagne, um, I try to honor the people who came and testified, of which we had many, many, many more this term than last term. And I did some reading, as, as uh, Representative Gagne did, and I listened. And uh, again, the reason that we were in Reps Hall last week was because of the uh, 
the volume, the, the great number of people who wanted to weigh in on, on this measure. Uh, one of the things that I've kind of uh, concluded is that a lot of the opposition to, the, to this measure is largely fear-driven, which is not unusual. Uh, almost any measure that we, we uh, deal with, the opponents of it will try to you know, stoke fears, uh, for want of a better term, be because they think that it's not the best way to go. Uh, but again, if you go back to the Federalist Papers or the Founders, there's a reason that they had this. They put this mechanism in place. They put this uh, this option, this mechanism in place as a as a, as an option for uh, us to utilize, um, if necessary. Now, earlier today, I found it very interesting in the hearing of a different bill uh, that had to do with uh, an amendment to the Constitution. Uh, I believe it was the 21st Amendment, which re repealed prohibition that came up this morning. And it was pointed out that the movement, there was an Article 5 movement uh, for uh, the, the prohibition measure. And because of that Article 5 movement, the traditional uh, way of amending the Constitution came about, and we got Article 21, which perhaps would not have happened the same way, if at all, had it not been for the the chance for a uh, an Article Five convention. So, I'm going to stop there. Other than you can see where I'm going with this, I I'm going to uh, vote for this measure this time around. And an, uh, another point I want to make is that I've learned that in the past this committee is like I said it came up last term, but another term it came up and it came out of this committee unanimously in favor of an Article Five convention, and procedurally it did not get to the Senate. So there's some interesting history on both sides uh, for this measure in the past. So, and the, the final thing I, I want to say is that committees have a lot of power. Um, and if something comes out of committee uh, one way or the other, it matters usually a lot on the House floor. And I would like to see the, the, this measure move forward so other folks can give it full consideration, which I think is more likely to happen if it comes out of this committee uh, with a favorable re recommendation rather than, rather than to kill it. So those are my thoughts on it. Does anyone else have anything that they would like to speak? Yes, Representative O'Neill. I don't want to re repeat too much what others have said, but I, you know, something that Representative Mesmela said and also you, um, Representative Moffat, really resonated with me, which is when I took a hard look at why my initial reaction to this was no, I realized it was fear. Um, and I, you know, as I look introspectively, what I fear more is nothing changing. Um, and this is the mechanism we have to try to do that. So I'll be voting yes. Thank you, Representative. Anyone else? Uh, Representative Kerry. As you know, I like to follow the money because I believe everything in life goes back to that. Um, we had a speaker who was flown in to speak to us. I did look up their 990s. $65.19 million in revenue this nonprofit made. It defines itself as a legal ministry, conservative Christian, curtailing rights for LGBTQ expanding Christian practices in public schools and government, and outlawing abortion. That disturbed me. That disturbed me because this was the keynote speaker, 
and this is what this individual represented. And so while initially I had no concerns with an Article 5 convention, I began to be concerned because this is the keynote speaker. So then I pulled the 990s of the organization I believe uh, that has been speaking to us more directly. Mark Meckler would be the head of that organization. And I looked up how much he and his wife were making running this organization. And as someone with a degree in nonprofit management, I'm a little disturbed at how much money these people make advocating for this sort of thing. So I'm troubled by following the money because everything in life, every action we take goes back to who pulls the strings and who has the money. So this is my concern and this is what I have not settled in my mind. Thank you, Representative. Anyone else? Seeing no hands at this time then, Madam Clerk, if you would uh, call the roll on the motion on HCR1, which is a uh, motion to OTP ought to pass. Okay. Representative Rollins. Yes. Representative Lundgren. Yes. Ouellette. Yes. And Arkenberg. Yes. McDonald. Yes. Gagney. Yes. Pimonti. Yes. Finney. Oh, yes. Mannion. Yes. Shirtliff. Massmilla. Myself. Carrie. What? I am. Yes no? I, I know. I'm conflicted, oh, oh, I Larry. I'm conflicted. <laughs> you, yes. you have to pick one of the other uh, representatives. I'm flipping a coin right now. Uh, I think I think I'm going to say no because I can't decide. Uh, Morton, no. No. Smith, no. Lamontagne, yes. O'Neill, yes. Yeah. Seabird, no. Okay, one, two, three, four. Chair. The chair votes yes. Thirteen. Yep. Thirteen yeses and five noes. Thirteen to five. The measure, uh, the OTP passes. Uh, Representative uh, Finney, uh, you will. Communicate with me on a majority report. I'll get that to you at, at, on Sunday. And on the other side, would someone who voted no care to uh, make the case against the OTP? See, this last last call for someone to make a a minority report or a committee report against the OTP measure. No. See, seeing none. Representative uh, Shirley, you, you said no. You're no, not. You're not, not necessary. Okay. No. okay. Uh, so we'll have one report uh, that Representative Finney will draft up, and, uh, and we do this show every week to reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional empowerment gifted to we the people. It's up to you and me to make it happen. Don't expect someone else to get the job done. The founders intended for you to be part of this process and bypassing Congress to restore our American Republic. 
If you're ready to take your place among the Americans who are doing whatever it takes to restore the Republic, sign up for one of the volunteer roles with COS. Go to conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action tab to get started. And please do not forget to subscribe to our social media accounts. Search Convention of States on Rumble, MeWe, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Parlor, Truth Social, and Instagram. You can listen to this program. You can listen to Crossroads with our very own Rita Peters. You can listen to the Liberty Update and legacy content on our Convention of States podcast. Just search Convention of States wherever you podcast from. Please release, uh, please give us a five-star review. If you haven't done so, it helps us grow the show. It helps us get more people informed and aware of Convention of States. Check out the battle cry with COS president and co-founder Mark Meckler. It's on at 8 p.m. Eastern time every single Sunday. And we can't wait to see you back for another episode of COS Live at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Until then, we have a country to save, so we have to get back to work. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.